Hello there, Dallas Johnson with your dealer training podcast, and I really appreciate you joining me today. My name is Dallas Johnson, and hey, by the way, uh, today what I want to talk about, I want to talk about how to get a dealer's license without a lot. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I take calls or receive emails just about every day. And in a typical, typical call I had yesterday, I want to get a dealer's license and get into the dealer auctions, but I don't want to get a location or have a lot or anything like that. Well, no matter what, to get your dealer's license, you've got to follow regulations in your state. So every dealer's state laws are really completely different. There are a few that are very similar, but just about every state has their own set of dealer laws. So you'll need to decide the state that you're in, that you're going to have your dealer's license in and basically meet those requirements. So let's talk about this real quick. First of all, to get a license, you'll always need to decide which type of license is going to be for you, whether you're going to get a retail license or a wholesale license. So a retail license in just about every state is going to require a location with a lot. Now, some states require huge lots where you might have to have, you know, 22 vehicles. Most states aren't that big. Most states require five lots. There are a lot of states that require you just have one space to get your to get your retail license. There are some states that allow you to have a license at your home. That is not the norm. The majority of states do not allow a license at your home. There are a few states that do allow this, uh, but some states that allow your license to be at a home, they never allow it in the residence itself. So if you're out in like a rural area, uh, you know, they may allow you to have an outbuilding that's not the same as your residence. You really need to check your local zoning when you are getting a dealer's license to find out the exact requirements in your state. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So a retail license in every state is going to require a location with a lot. Okay, and it's always important to know you have to meet local zoning. You have to be zoned correctly to have a dealer's license at that location. And you can always find that by calling your city hall. Or if you're in a county, you can call your county courthouse, ask for planning or zoning, or just you know ask them if you can have a dealer's license at a specific address that you're interested in, and they're going to look up zoning, and they're going to tell you either, yes, you can have a license at that location, or absolutely no, you cannot. So every state, every state requires that you meet local zoning. And there are states that have counties that have no zoning, so you're, you should be good to go there uh, no matter what. You just have to always make sure that you do meet your local zoning. So a retail license in just about every state is going to require that you have a location with a lot, whether that's at your home or a business location, whether you need 20 spaces or you need five or you need one. Now, a wholesale license is totally different in my opinion. A wholesale license is often allowed in your home, but you have to check local zoning. You know, I want to make sure you're clear of this because there are states that require an office or that you meet retail zoning in order to have a wholesale license. So now the wholesale license zonings across the law, they are completely different in every state. I mean, they're dramatically different because there are states that allow you to just have a wholesale license in your home and not meet any zoning. And there are states that require that you, uh, that are, you are a licensed wholesaler only in a location that the zoning allows it. And there are other uh, states that require you have like a sign on the front of your building. Well, many local zoning ordinances don't allow that on a house, so you have to check that. Now, there's no wholesale. Well, there is, there's a couple of states that actually require wholesalers to have lots. I'll talk about those here in just a little bit. But I believe 48 states do not require a lot for wholesalers. Now, here's the kicker with a wholesale license. With a wholesale license, you can only sell to other licensed motor vehicle dealers. You can't sell your family members. That's a big uh, mistake. A, a call that I get often is, can I get a wholesale license and buy a car for, and sell it to my kids? No, you cannot do that unless your kids have a, a dealer's license. 
a wholesaler can only sell to other licensed motor vehicle dealers. I want to repeat that. This is very, very important that you're aware of this when you decide on your license type. A wholesale license only allows you to sell to other licensed dealers. And I want to talk about that right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, I see all these ads all the time. You know, we'll help you get your wholesale license. Like if you're in, say, for example, North Carolina, you can get a wholesale license out of Idaho or Wisconsin. You've probably seen these ads. And these are great companies. I'm not knocking these companies. They're going to get you your wholesale license. I'm not saying they're not going to. Some of them charge exorbitant fees for that. But, uh, you know, there are, are real limits what you can do with a wholesale license. Now, it's going to get you in the dealer lock auction. Everybody wants to get in the dealer auction and buy vehicles. But you've got to remember, when you get into a dealer auction and you buy vehicles, those vehicles you sell, those vehicles that you buy, you can only sell to other licensed dealers. So it really narrows your market. And if you think you're going to go into a dealer auction, buy vehicles at wholesale and sell those vehicles to all your friends at a huge markup with a wholesale license, that's against the law in all 50 states. You're not allowed to sell a vehicle as a wholesale dealer, you can't sell a vehicle to another person that does not have a license. It will get you in bad trouble with huge fines. It can be a misdemeanor. If you do it enough, you can be charged with a felony. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So I want to talk about that. You know, when if you decide to get a wholesale license, hey, that's great. There's no problem with that whatsoever. But in my opinion, there's a huge difference between income between wholesalers and retailers because when you have a retail license, you can sell to anybody that's basically over the age of 18. You know, if you've got a 16-year-old who wants to buy a vehicle, that's fine. You're probably going to have to have a, a form signed by their parent or guardian, but you can't just sell a vehicle to someone that's not legally of age to sign legally binding contracts. So you want to make sure of that most states are 18. Uh, so you want to make sure that your customers are, are at least 18. So what I'm saying here, you're able to sell a vehicle to anyone that's over the age of 18 years of age. When you're a wholesaler, you can only sell to other licensed dealers. And most states only have a few, uh, you know, a couple 3,000 dealers in each state. I mean, there's a lot of dealers across the country, but I want you to always be aware of something. If you think that you're going to go into a dealer auction with a wholesale license and you're going to buy vehicles and mark them up to huge profits and sell them to other dealers, I hate to tell you this, but you're probably wrong. That's probably not going to happen. And the reason for this, think about this scenario. When you go into a dealer auction and you buy vehicles at wholesale and then you mark them up and try and sell them to other dealers, well, the other dealers know exactly what you paid because all wholesale pricing is readily available. And you can get you can get Mannheim's market report. That's an app you can put on your phone. It just tells you exactly what this specific vehicle is selling for at the wholesale auctions. Or you can go to Black Book and find that same information out either uh, as well. And, and you'll find out about those once you get your license. If you don't have your license, Black Book and Mannheim market report are wholesale uh, databases, and they show wholesale prices. So what, let, let's let's just give you an example here. Let's say let's just throw a vehicle out here. Let's say you go into your local dealer auction and you buy a 2020 Toyota Camry. And let's just let's let's just be realistic. I mean, that's going to I mean, a 2020 Toyota Camry is going to be $30,000, $35,000 right now. But uh, let's let's just let's just play with numbers here. And let's say you're buying a, a Toyota Camry for $10,000. Okay, you buy that uh, Toyota Camry for $10,000. And let's say you try and mark it up to 11000 or 112 or something like that because wholesale markups are much, much, much lower than retail markups, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. So you bought that vehicle at a dealer auction for $10,000 and you're trying to sell it for eleven two. Now, all the other dealers are going to see this. Okay, you've got a, you've got a, 
you got a Toyota Camry you're selling for eleven two, and I can buy that same Toyota Camry at the auction for ten thousand next week. That's always what they're they're always going within a hundred or so dollars each week. You know, a few months from now they might be going a lot more or a lot less, but. You know, you, you, I really want you to think about this. When you're deciding between a wholesale license and a retail license, a wholesaler is not going to have the profits a retailer is going to have. There are wholesalers that make a lot of money, and there's not many of them. And they've been in business for many, many years. How does a wholesaler make a lot of money? Well, they, you normally have relationships with franchises, and they buy all of their their trade-ins. So you can go to your town's ABC Chevrolet and say, hey, listen, ABC Chevrolet owner, I'll buy all of your trade-ins. Well, first of all, ABC Chevrolet is going to keep all the good vehicles themselves. They're not going to sell those to a wholesaler. They'll put those right on the lot, especially with the vehicle shortage and the shortage that they've seen. So in years past, you could you could buy all the ABC Chevrolet's trade-ins. Well, I guarantee in the last two years, because of the franchisers unable to get vehicles because of that chip shortage, you've seen all these Toyota Chevrolet Ford lots. They're empty. So when they take a trade-in, you think they're going to try and sell it to some wholesaler that just got their license and has a license three states away? No. They're going to put it on the lot. If it's a really junky vehicle, they may either run it through the dealer auction or they may sell that vehicle to you. Okay? So what are you going to do with that vehicle? You're going to try and mark it up and sell it to another dealer. Well, you know, they're going to see that they can get that same vehicle for the same price at the dealer auction. My, my point is, if you get a wholesale license and you think that you're going to mark vehicles up and make a huge killing selling vehicles to other licensed dealers, you know, that's probably not going to happen because those dealers have the same access to marketing prices as you do. So they can find out that you bought that $10,000 vehicle at the auction. Are they going to pay eleven two for you? Or are they just going to wait next week and buy it on their own for 10000 at the auction? That's what they're going to do. Every dealer I've ever talked to, especially the successful ones, are frugal and they watch every single dollar. So, you know, I, I, I hate to burst your bubble here. If you're if you're in, say, for example, Tennessee and you're getting ready to sign up with some company that gets you a Wisconsin wholesale license, yeah, they're going to get you in the dealer auctions, but you're completely completely limited on what you can do with those. And I, I know I've had a lot of folks say, well, I'm just going to get a wholesale license, buy vehicles at dealer auctions and sell them to people in other countries. Well, if the people in other countries don't have a dealer's license, you are breaking the law because you can only sell to licensed dealers, whether you're in the United States or out of the United States. And I've had a multitude of folks saying, well, I'm just going to get a wholesale license, buy vehicles and export them to other countries. You can certainly export them to other countries as long as you're only selling to licensed dealers in other countries. The laws are very clear in every state. You cannot sell a vehicle with a wholesale license to anyone that does not have a license. If you are a wholesale dealer and you are selling vehicles to folks that don't have a dealer's license, you're breaking the law in all 50 states and you're going to have significant fines. In fact, if you do it on a recurring basis, you can actually be charged with a felony. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So you may have a relationship with some franchiser that's going to allow you to buy all their vehicles and then mark them up and sell them either at the dealer auctions or whatever. You know, But also, same goes true with the franchiser. A franchiser is going to have a choice. You know, If they've got some junk vehicle they don't want to sell on the lot, and they can either sell it to you or they can sell it at the dealer auction. Well, you know, if you're going to buy it from them, how are you going to make money when they can sell it for you know, at the dealer auction? You're going to have to basically undercut the dealer auction. And it's just not a real profitable business model. I've, I've talked to so many folks over the years that don't want to get a lot, and uh, you're so limited. Now, let's talk about a retail license versus wholesale. Because wholesale, I mean, your, your market is completely limited, and you can only sell to other licensed dealers. However, a retail license opens up so much more opportunity. 
Sure, you might have to go rent a place and have a little lot, or if your zoning allows it, maybe you can have this at your home. You know, you have to check local zoning, like I said. There are so many companies out there as well. And depending on your state, you can go in and rent a little office in a building and have your little display lot out in this huge parking lot. Many, many states talk about uh, allow that, and I'll talk about that here in a second. But let's just say you're in a standard state, and your, your state requires you have a business location with two spaces, Okay. That's not a problem. You can find a business location with two spaces or four spaces or five spaces. They're out there all over the place. And if you don't know where to go, you can go to LoopNet. You can go to Craigslist. My best advice for anyone that's out looking for a lot is to get in your car and burn a couple of tanks of gas in your area. You will find a little location that has two to four spaces on it that you're going to be able to rent. Let's talk about that right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So, so many times, I, I you know, I talk to so many folks, potential folks that want to get a dealer's license, but they don't want to put any investment into any type of location. Well, you know, when you mark these vehicles up, when you realize how low vehicles are selling for at the dealer auction and how much you can mark them up, first of all, you're going to probably wish you've gotten a dealer's license 20 years ago, but you can easily pay the rent on on a building. In fact, if you're not, I mean, you need to make sure you're marking your vehicles up high enough. You know, if you're only trying to make two or three hundred dollars in on a vehicle's markup, uh, that's a huge mistake, in my opinion. You should be shooting for, you know, three thousand, four thousand or more and be willing to negotiate down. And, you know, I'll talk about profit strategies here in just a moment as well. But if you, let's say, for example, and this might seem expensive, so I want to keep it kind of higher. Let's see, let's say you find a building in your area that's $750 a month that includes a lot and it meets local zoning. $750 a month is nothing to get into this business. It's absolutely nothing. And if you're not making, if you're not making more than that on your retail markup on the sell, you're not marking your vehicles up enough or you're buying them incorrectly. So if you ever take one of my dealer training courses, I, I certainly talk about that. I mean, I'm a big believer that you go into the re, the wholesale auction, you buy a vehicle, you mark it up as high as you can. Normally, I don't know, anywhere from 2,500 to 4,000 or so, you know, just depending on the vehicle. They're, they're, I mean, that's not a standard, but that's kind of the model that I always used. I always try to mark up a vehicle about 3,500 over wholesale and always be willing to negotiate down. And you'll be amazed at all the folks that will come into your dealership and they will not even negotiate. I mean, they're not the norm, but they will. There are folks out there that'll come in and write you a check for your for a full asking price, and they won't even try and negotiate. So those are the ones that I say, hey, go for it and get those guys as much as you can. And with that being said, I got some new production equipment here, so uh, I might either play a soundbite or a little bit of music. I don't know. I'm I'm playing with some new uh, production uh, weapons here. Uh, hey, with that being said, so when you get a retail license, let's say you found a place for $750 a month. Well, I'm hoping that you are going to be making much more than that. In fact, if I marked a vehicle up $3,500 and I only made $1,000 on it, I was pretty I was pretty upset. But there's still going to be the case where you could take that vehicle back to the dealer auction and sell it for what you, what you purchased. But when you take one of my courses, I'm going to show you how to absolutely avoid that. But, you know, let's say you, let's say you sold one, one vehicle with a $1,000 markup. One vehicle in a month with a $1,000 markup just paid for your lease and probably your utilities as well. And the way I look at it, you should be able to have one good sale a month to pay for your lease and your utilities. Maybe two good sales, but one good sale should cover your entire your entire month's cost for that building. So think about this scenario. You know, you get that building, you get that dealer's license, and let's say it's it's let's say it's January first, and you sold your first vehicle on January fifth. Well, guess what? You know the rest of the vehicles you sell that month are going to be complete profit. 
And so that's why I really want to encourage you to consider looking for a location. If your state does not allow you to have a dealer's license at your residence, go out there and do this. You know, if you've only got to sign a one-year lease or something like that because you're nervous and you're scared to death, and you should be nervous, you should be scared to death, you're starting a business, but you just need to stay out of debt. You know, you need to stay out of debt. And you can start you, you can start with a small floor plan. A floor plan is a loan for your inventory. Start with a small floor plan and play that down and manage your pennies. You know, manage, manage every dollar. And you can do this. Now, when you sell that vehicle for a profit the first week of the month, and let's say you're a real small, you just want to be a small dealer selling a few vehicles a month, that's no problem. Well, think about this scenario. You sold that one vehicle that covered your costs by January 5th. Let's just say, let's say you sold four more vehicles that month, which is very conservative the way the market is, because when you have vehicles on your lot right now, they are sold, I guarantee it. So so you want to definitely have some vehicles on the lot. But think about that scenario. Let's just let's just be very conservative here. Let's say you're only making fifteen hundred dollar profit on each of those vehicles. Okay, you sold four more in the month. Well, they're six thousand bucks, my friend. They're six thousand dollars that you made after that you after you paid for your lease on that building after you paid that seven hundred fifty dollar lease plus maybe maybe a, a, a electric bill or something like that you're looking you know four vehicles a month and I'm trying to be very conservative here you know if you only marked if you only made a fifteen hundred dollar profit on each one there's six thousand dollars well let's let's get into a little more detail here let's get into a little more volume okay what if you sold ten what if you sold ten. Well, what's, oh, let's see, let's do some simple math. $15,000 in a month for a $750 lease? Yes. I'm going to recommend every single time that you get a retail license over a wholesale license every time. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I hope you find this information helpful. Uh, you know, and I'm a big believer, and just to tell you real quick, what I always like to do, I like to go into the dealer auction and, uh, I've always been a big lease return guy, so I would stand in the lease return lanes, and I was always about the bottom of the barrel, like the cheapest lease returns. And for a long time, I was doing Toyotas, Hondas, and things like that, stuff that I knew was never going to have a problem with them. You know, I'm not trying to um, to uh, I'm not trying to anger anybody that loves Chevy Fords and Dodges and everything else. But uh, you know, when you're uh, when you don't turn a screw, when you don't have much of a of a vehicle fixing mentality like me, uh, I always tried to get the, I would do the research and buy the vehicles that had the least amount of problems. And at that time, it was like the older Toyota. So let's say, for example, I went in and bought a uh, $9,000 three-year off-lease Toyota Corolla. You know, and let's just say I bought that at 9000 I would take that back to my lot and mark it up to about thirteen nine ninety five, and be willing to negotiate it way down and sometimes, like I said, I'd have those customers come in and they would write me a check for $13,995. So uh, it's really what you want to do with it. Uh, you have to really test the market and find out what's going on in your area. But I want to really encourage you. And just think about this scenario. You know, if you're if you're a wholesaler and, you know, you're, you're not going to you're not going to make thousand fifteen hundred dollars a vehicle wholesaling. I can almost guarantee you that because those other dealers are not going to pay that markup when they can buy that same vehicle at the dealer auction for the same price that you paid for. So I want to really encourage you to consider getting your retail license. There's so much more opportunity with a retail license. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hey, I hope you found this podcast helpful. Uh, I always want to explain to everyone the difference between a retail and wholesale license. And I so, see so many companies. There's a bunch of companies right now that will allow you. They're selling wholesale licenses in Idaho and Wisconsin and 
you know, you can certainly get those, you can get those uh, wholesale licenses and I'm sure those are good companies and they're legitimate companies and I'm sure they will get you into the dealer auction. But once you get into the dealer auction with a wholesale license, you got to think about what you could do after that with your wholesale license because you are very, very limited with a wholesale license. Now with your retail license, you can sell retail and wholesale. So no matter what, when you take that trade, and you can't sell it, you know, you don't even want to take it to the auction. You might have a dealer across the street that wants to buy it. But um, you're, 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 I can almost guarantee you, you have a retail license. You're going to make the majority of your money with the retail sales to customers, not wholesale sales. So I hope, uh, I hope that you find this information advantageous. Uh, once again, hey, my name is Dallas Johnson. And you are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. There, I hit the right button that time. And I really appreciate you joining me today. And I hope that, uh, you know, we can help you wherever you're listening to this podcast. We run this on several websites. If you have questions on how to get your license in that specific state, just go up to the very top of that website and click on get license. And it shows you exactly what you got to do in order to get your dealer's license. This is an incredible opportunity, no matter what your business or economic background. I've helped, I've helped folks from the worst neighborhoods in the United States rise up and achieve economic freedom with a dealer's license. And I've also helped folks that are financially secure reach a new level of prosperity. So I hope this is helpful for you. I hope I can give you some training that will help you get your dealer's license. And I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I want to wish you the very best of luck with your new business. This is Dallas Johnson with your dealer training podcast.